everybody, we back with yet another episode of With Time We Can. Somebody that I really feel like has a lot to offer to the world and I wanted to give him an opportunity to share his story. Hello everyone. All right. So he is an individual who did a very substantial amount of time, uh, more time than what I was actually alive. And uh, I just wanted to give him an opportunity to come on here and to share a little bit about his childhood and you know, what are the events that led up to his incarceration, what he has learned during incarceration, what he's doing now, his road to redemption. So, uh, Mr. Leslie, I just want to get started, man. So how's everything with you? Well, I'm still feeling my way, as you said. I've been incarcerated for a very long time. I come out during the birth of the early stages of the COVID mm -hmm. virus, and uh, the world has a different uh, picture and influence because of the uh, COVID. Right. Uh, along with realizing that it also affects the economy and everything. A lot of people uh, suffering financially, trying to make ends meet. And uh, uh, in that sense, it's very difficult for me to find my way, but I'm grateful to meet or come in contact with people such as yourself uh, that help me along the way uh, uh, with, you know, various supplies and stuff that uh, one can get. And uh, mainly, I'm just grateful to be out, alive, and breathing. And as I said, the key is just trying, trying, trying to adjust to this new world, you know. So, uh, question, just for the viewers, uh, how long were you incarcerated for? Uh, I tell people 40 years, but it's exactly it's 39 years and two months and some odd days. Uh, wow. Uh, and wow. I'm not proud of that. Uh, uh, you can say that's probably beyond my prime. I was 26 when I. Uh, started this uh, long uh, uh, incarceration off, and now I'm 65, mm -hmm. uh, and you know now I'm out. So that's uh, that's like a, a lifetime of more to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 it was really a lifetime. Now I just wanted to ask, like, um, what, what, like, was this all one? One crime, or was it a multitude oh, it was, of things? It was a multitude of things. I wasn't too much of a thinker. A lot of it uh, accumulated uh, with silly state attempts and stuff that unfortunately I got caught and I got more time for this, more time for that. Uh, uh, okay. I validated every point of parole, so they, with the, uh, when I finally got to the state, they froze my child and made me do my remaining six years on my back time, and uh, there was six years there, and then I had a 10 to 20 on a robbery, I maxed out the whole 20. I had a uh, 7 to 14 on the 10th escape, mm -hmm. and I maxed out on that. So you can, uh, uh, you know, what is you that? do the math. Yeah. yeah. 14, 20, and then 6. So, uh, uh, 39. So yeah. basically, you. So basically you were in prison for 39 years straight, mm -hmm. but it was a mixture of an escape charge that you maxed out on, uh, a robbery charge, charge, and a parole. violation of parole. Yeah. On every point. So on every they, point. They get, you don't normally get a six-year flat sentence, but they just were so disgusted with me. Whatever yeah. you got left, just do it, you know. Wow, so uh, what events led up to your incarceration? Like, what, well, what I'm made a, you I'm think that? I'm looking what you, uh, uh, allowing myself to be influenced by the negativity outside of the house and all that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really reflect on my family. I think I had a good family. I was sort of rebellious and 
you know, I can't blame it mainly on my pop where he got from. It's hard for a woman, you know, mother to try to be the mother and father. And yeah, yeah. So yeah. I started clinging to different roofs, you know, robbing, stealing. You know, mom did what the best she could do, but me being a boy, you know, punishing me or beating me mm-hmm. or whatever, but just got to the point, I guess, well, I can't do nothing. If I do anything else to him, I'm gonna end up killing him. I don't wanna kill him or so. Wow. Uh, so, can't blame, basically, I can't blame nobody, but me. I mean, I can say it was the uh, combination of the bad influence of people around. Well, that might have been in the beginning, but after one spell of incarceration, another spell, the only break I think I got and our incarceration was I didn't have too much of a juvenile incarceration. Okay. And, okay. But as it dealt, unfortunately, I, you know, I, I, I had a long spell. So. Okay. So uh, let's start with the robbery. Like, um, what type of what type of robbery was it? Like, was it a uh, home invasion, or did you just walk up to somebody? Well, the, the, the robbery that got me incarcerated. Yeah. Well, the truth of which I was, uh, it was uh, something out of the city there. Uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, a little petty uh, jewelry store, you know. Uh, it wasn't no, I'm not going to uh, make it more than it was. It wasn't no uh, a real expensive, valuable joint. And uh, got caught, you know. And, uh, I got 10 to 20 for that. And unfortunately, every sentence I got, I ended up maxing out on, you know. I didn't plan to max out on it, but yeah. it happened. and. Uh, uh, I guess I couldn't get I, I just wasn't too much of a thinker. When you got all that time facing 40 years or more, you, it's so dark. Uh, it's like looking in a deep, dark tunnel and you don't see no way out. You know? right, and right. that sort of cloud and reasoning and stuff. So right. uh, I wasn't too much of a thinker. I did a lot of stuff off impulse and emotion. And I, unfortunately, I sort of buried myself in jail. You know? So how did you get caught? Like in the jewelry store, robbing uh, uh, I guess the owner of the store, uh, he wasn't secure to what we thought, and he got loose and, you know, called. Something else happened to the, uh, for somebody called the cops, and they sort of bust us, at, you know, apprehended us uh, accidentally, and mm-hmm. then realized, oh, it was like a traffic violation and stuff, and they said, oh, they got watches and rings in there, so. Oh, so you yeah. guys actually got out of the jewelry yeah. store and got uh, away. Yeah, now mm-hmm. they, they supposedly, the way they bust is they violated up Fourth Amendment, right, so they pulled ahead, shunned all the uh, physical evidence, right? but they still mm-hmm. ended up using it, you know. Right. So right. Wow. we still got railroaded, but they really had, that was the only evidence they had in the, uh, uh, they didn't stop us for, for, for a while. They stopped us for like a traffic violation. Okay, and, okay. And uh, it supposedly had been thrown out at the preliminary hand, but unfortunately, they still mentioning in the testimony and stuff, and we got, you know, mm-hmm. what they found in the car, so we still got convicted for something that we shouldn't have gotten. Right, for. right, right. And right. Uh, uh, what we got busted at in Hasbro, uh, you know, they said anybody outside of, you know, Harrisburg, or, you know, guys from New York or Maryland or Philly come in, they know you put the hammer to them. I mean, you know, the maximum sentence or something real hard. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you're doing stuff away from home, yeah. they look at it, okay, yeah. I get you. Yeah, you, yeah, you coming up here influencing out of But uh, yeah. I don't really wish my long, there's other people had longer incarcerations in me. I don't wish uh, no one to have a long concert, longer than mine or shorter than mine. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
if they do, the best thing you can do uh, being incarcerated is just try to collect your thoughts, analyze the negative and positive, and try to balance it out. You know, I, I balance your bad out with good, your positive, uh, uh, balance that out. I'll balance that okay. negative with positive, etc. Absolutely. It's easy said and done, but you got plenty of time, depending on how much time you got to get into yourself. When you're in jail, the best thing you can do is really get into yourself and try to figure out what you're going to do different this time when you, if you're fortunate to come back out. A lot of brothers ain't fortunate to come back out. They don't like bits or whatever, it's something worse than that. So for those of us who uh, can get back out, uh, you just gotta make the best of it because you can't take nothing for granted because you might be in a situation where you, you ain't got no numbers. You, you're doing the hell, that's life, you know. Mm -hmm. And everybody's not fortunate to come off of life, but some guys can, if, you know, if they can prove something was illegal to change in their case, but everybody can't, so. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I got another question for you. So, can you describe the uh, escape attempt? Oh yeah, I definitely describe that. Uh, yeah. Chief of Witchin, mm -hmm. I won't mention the guys, but uh, they seen me go over the fence. They never, I had help. A guy on one, uh, boosting one leg, another guy boosting my other leg. And I was, this is out in the yard? Yeah, out in the yard. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was so ignorant, I almost lost some of my fingers because I was getting ready to go up on the part where they got razor wire. Razor wire, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have no fingers when they did that. Mm. I did it with a bar bar and some miraculous reason. Only one bow wire got caught in this hand. Yeah. Out of all, you know, I, I, no other hand, but it got caught in that hand. And yeah. I was able to, uh, it got ripped up, you know, when he caught me, you know, took me to the hospital. Uh, they wouldn't even stitch it up, they said, because it might be infected. He was out, all, you know, them few hours running around. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, them guys boosting me up, I was able to go over that fence. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. There was a guard between the gate. He would have shot me, he might have killed me, but he was so excited running with a shotgun bigger and heavier than him. He fell, it went off, but it didn't hit me or nobody. Really? And when he got up, I was already on the other side. The other fence was a little short. I already had flipped over out of fear and kept moving. Yeah. I didn't know where I was going at. I, uh, they thought it was a neighboring project there with blacks and white people. So that's the first place they went at, but I wasn't there. Right. My instinct maybe go across the street called Paxson Street. That was right in front of the jail on one side. And then on the other side, it was a Route 309. I think one way you can just keep going past Harrisburg, maybe all the way up to Pittsburgh. The other way you can go back to Philly. I think it was 30-something. I think it was yeah, 309. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I went across that double uh, highway, going opposite ways, and there was a train track there, like a freight train thing. I was gonna jump on that, but there was so many uh, what you call railroad cops on with guns and stuff. I don't know what they had on the railroad thing. They must have something real valuable. They had a whole bunch of cops guarding every freight chain on there. Wow. So I couldn't jump on that. And uh, I was sort of forced, and I, 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 I had help by, uh, I guess he was a railroad cop, but he was off. And he asked me, what you do? I said, Look, all I did was crash, a lot of time I just crashed my car, I don't have no license. And he drove me where I wanted to go at and let me go. But he didn't realize I was escaped convict mm. until later on. And, um, wow. Uh, I got almost back to uh, 12 miles from Philly, but uh, oh, man. I ran out of money and I didn't know the guy that helped save me and all that stuff. Uh, told him, you know. Yeah. And, uh, Wow. Uh, the funny thing is, I got off at Paoli. I think that they said where I got off at Paoli, Pennsylvania, was like 12 miles from Philly. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
So you was on a train or the bus with all this? A, 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 a train, you know. Okay. Now a guy at the same time, when I escaped, I don't know if he did it for me. I didn't. He probably didn't do it for me. He must have been running from the law too. He stuck up a taxi cab driver, made him drive him all the way to Philly. They thought that was me. Okay. When they bust me, they was gonna give me that charge, but the uh, man said he couldn't have did that. We know how he got. He got busted and paid over. The state troopers had me, mm -hmm. and. If I went to the regular train station, how you get off the train and go, you know, and go, uh, they would have bust me. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I didn't go that way. I went through the parking lot. There was a state trooper there with his gun looking for me, but he didn't know who I was. I walked right by him. I didn't have no fear of the fronts enough. And I remember him saying when they, when they finally caught me, yeah, he walked by me, but he didn't front to nothing. So I, I thought he was going to his car or something. I mm -hmm. just walked. In other words, like where you park your car, like yeah. instead of going in the building, where everybody else going there. It was a little section where you park your car, like and I just walked right back. He didn't say nothing. Wow. So I just walked a couple blocks in there. No problem, no problem. The next, when you're in them little townships, like before you know it, you out in the open. You know, right. you don't see no more houses, no more nothing. Next thing I know. I'm totally surrounded by all types of state troopers. I mean, they have me in a big circle with every type of gun I can think of and didn't know. Really? And uh, if I would have jumped, I wouldn't be here today. So, so there was no way, yeah, there's no way I could escape. I couldn't do nothing. So yeah. they wasn't really sure who I was. And they took me to the state troopers building and fingerprint me and, you know, all this stuff. And they yeah. came down and got me. But, uh, I didn't know the guy had told him. The same guy that helped shave me and all that gave me uh, just enough to get him. I think he made eight, ten dollars, something like eight something, nine something. The same guy that gave me all that stuff told him. I don't understand that, you know, you know, why shave me and, and all that stuff. So how long was you on? Uh, I was only out for a few hours, maybe like, uh, maybe like six hours or something like that. You know, wow. A few hours. Wow. I, I could have probably made it if this guy. Didn't say nothing, but he did. So, oh, man. and uh, man. so that's what happened. But uh, I never planned to do a long bit. I remember old head uh, told me he had just got from doing 30 straight years, and he started off from the east. I never been in the east, you know. Uh, and he said I did 30 years. I did I think 20 years in the east. And he said, look, I can look at you, young buck. Call me young buck. Uh, you heard now the same way I grow. He's a Christian, old Christian, old head guy. Mm -hmm. I didn't pay no time. I said, oh, I probably, I wouldn't do all that time. Like, I'll make them kill. It's, it's easy to say all this stuff, but when they got the drop when they got guns on them, either you're going to make them kill you or you're going to submit, you know. Mm -hmm. and, um, right, right. Uh, I ended up doing all this time, and I started thinking about that old head. I don't know if he's still living or not, because he had a great bush. Like yeah, a yeah, and bush. this was back when. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if he's still living. If he is, he's a very old man, because I think he was, uh, I think he was in the 60s or something when I first met him. That was, that was in, uh, I think it was in the 70s or, or the end of the mid 70s or something like that. Right, right, right. And uh, uh, I hope he is living, but I'm, I'm not sure. And I probably wouldn't recognize him today anyway. But uh, anyway, he was right. I didn't want to acknowledge that when he said, you end up like me or worse. And, uh, I don't know if he wanted, he might have end up making a commentation or something to yeah, cool out, but I'm, I'm not sure, but uh, there's nothing to brag about doing any time, especially a long concert. I've been a lot of here just to brag about, I've been down 25, 30 years. There's nothing to brag about because like, when you've been down that long, you're going to lose relatives, you're going to lose friends, or a lot of important stuff is going to happen. There's a lot of people you ain't going to never see again. In my case, mom, pop, you know, sister, 
a nephew. So you've never seen them again after? They, they, they passed away. They all passed away. They, they passed away or whatever. Wow. Uh, Wow, that must have been real. That must be real tough, especially yeah. for your mom and dad. Yeah, I to not see them yeah. ever. And yeah, yeah. now um, another question for you, man. This is this is really really tough. But like, how you've been you've been you've been down for so long. You actually been down longer than I've been alive. So I know you probably went to a lot of different stops in Pennsylvania. Mm, yeah. How many state prisons did you did you change well, into? I've been to about six. This guy's been to wait more than me. Yeah. Uh, since you mentioned that, when I started this uh, this incarceration, uh, I think it was only like 12, 14 years. Mm-hmm. Now they got over 30 years. You know, uh, 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 like, like Crescent is new, Green is new, uh, Albion is new. I might have been around 20 years, but all that stuff was new to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the only deal that I remember was Huntington, Gravisport, Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, jails like that. Uh, 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 there's so many of these new jails. I can't even pronounce some of the names of them, but now they got over 30 uh, jails. And uh, mm. I, I mean, what can I say? But uh, the main thing is. Well, which ones were you in? Uh, I grabbed this for mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Huntington, Green, Albion. I might have been in five jails. Albion. Yeah, Albion. That was my last jail. Some guys been in at least twelve. Whatever. I guess according to my status, there were certain jails they wouldn't let me stay in yeah, because yeah, they had yeah. a no gate or whatever. Yeah. So uh, what? Um, what was actually your your hardest stop? Because you seemed like you was, you know, able to hold your own. But I'm sure every. Well, I mean, every yeah, uh, according to uh, who passed away, like a mom or pop. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, what year was on in my mind? I think I was up Pittsburgh or something. You know, my pop, my step-pop passed away up Pittsburgh. I was up Green when my mom passed away. That was probably the hardest because of, you know, losing my mom. Yeah. But uh, every stop in the beginning was harder for me because, uh, you know, I was facing, that's first time I had to face all this time. You know, yeah. I was, most I would have done at that point, I might come in and do, a five-year bit or something, get out or something like that, and do another five-year bit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, any jail I would have been at would have been a sweetheart because of the time I was doing. Now, at some yeah. point, uh, now that I think about it, but in reality, it wasn't that way. At some point where uh, it looked like 20 years sort of shot by, but it really didn't just seem that way, you know? Yeah. Because I was locked up, I was in a hole or something, there was always something I could find my mind. Yeah. And, but not the whole bit, you know, not not the whole bit. And, uh, uh, yeah, it seemed like it was almost around 20 years that I really can't fully account for it. I wasn't on drugs and nothing, but just I I stayed in so much trouble and so much Mm. negative drowning that I didn't realize it. Uh, 20 whole yeah. years just went by like that uh, because of all the stuff you've been yeah, getting into. Yeah, and uh, wow. yeah, that, that sort of messed me up. Uh, the last 20 years, I can remember that sort of clear. It's sort of rough, you know, because I had to, now I'm not a young man, 26 or more. You know, when you get 40, 50, or especially in your 40, you got to relearn your whole body. You got stuff going that never went on before. And, uh, you know, different habits, you know, sometimes you pick a lot of, you eat a whole more of sweets and, and, <laughs> and you drop the sheets and then, yeah, and then I get yeah. lazy, uh, 
You don't want to go to sleep with a whole bunch of sugar on your teeth, eight hours, and you ain't gonna have too many teeth. You know, right. I'm talking about I might eat a half a box of Snickers or something, and my teeth are still probably messed up. I'm gonna have to get them mm. fixed. But uh, I know eventually I probably gotta have them talking teeth. That means when all your teeth get pulled, the ones yeah. that come in, and yeah. I really don't want them. Yeah. And I really don't know how. I didn't realize how expensive. Uh, uh, the permanent teeth for eight. Somebody yeah. said that's a thousand a dollar. So mm -hmm. uh, I didn't know that. But anyway, I don't wish nobody to have to undergo. I don't think nobody have to do no 30, 40 years to, uh, to learn the lesson. There yeah, may be some people that I, can, I can't be judged. Uh, like that old saying go, God is not only the best of knowers, he's the best of judges. I'm not God, but so I can't tell. Who should be incarcerated? Who can't? That's, I'm not, I wouldn't be good at their job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, and me doing this time, uh, it would be hard for me to impose that on anybody, you know. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm grateful to be here. You know, I don't see people dying in jail, get killed in jail, and all all type of stuff. Losing mind because their family cut them off, or they won't cut them off, and they uh, couldn't deal with that reality. So. Uh, and then some people they just lose it. They lose a total connection of any friend or family, and that's a real rough incarceration when you just in there and you ain't got nobody you know to write you, or, you know, and you can't. You know, some guys is in that position, but they they might be blessing me to pen pal, maybe might help turn your life around, might get married, some whatever. But everybody's not blessed like that, you know. So what got you through forty straight years? Uh, I know you said twenty years of it, you was just in trouble. And that kind of kept uh, I started mind. getting myself together, you know, trying to read books, get around uh, positive thinking people uh, mm -hmm. to, to help guide me. And then I knew uh, since I did the other half, even though I couldn't fully account where the whole 20 years went, I, I knew I did it, but, it, you know, I still mess up on, I remember different events that happened, like sports events or something. If you ask me the exact date, I don't, I can't tell you the exact date, you know, just different things that happen. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, I knew I had to not only get myself together for me, but I had to get myself together for whatever remaining family members I got. <laughs>